there's a difference between like an ethical issue that you as a developer should like consider doing something about and then just like aggressive marketing tactics, right? Um, yeah. And I think but, the, the, the well, thing is you don't want to be dishonest. Uh, and, 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 and so, you know, if someone's just not like, um, if someone's, if you, if you're just kind of purposely creating an environment that leads to additional sales, um, yeah. that's one thing, but if you're tricking or fooling someone, that's yeah. entirely different, you know, in my, in my mind. Sure. Sure. So. But my point <clears throat> isn't about the right or wrong. It's about, can you really honestly not do it? Welcome to Developers Hangout, a podcast for developers by developers, a place where we get together as often as possible and discuss a wide range of topics from the books we're reading to latest news and commentary on other tech podcasts. I am Nathan Kirschbaum, and joining me is... Hey, I'm Al Nutilli. Hey, Al. How you doing? Uh, good. Like I said, long day. Yeah. And yeah. a long month. Seems like, yeah, a lot of long days month, for you yeah. lately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> end of oh, year man. stuff. Yeah. Always a little crazy coming into the year. Yeah. But um, cool. Well, before we get into the show, we, we do have an exciting show. We'll be going over news, and then we have a really exciting. Um, wow, did I just say exciting twice <laughs> in the same sentence? That's impressive. I was resisting. Okay, joke. so it's uh, not interesting. It's exciting. Uh, no, I know, right? <laughs> um, no, it actually is though. It's uh, we 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 had a really great um, video uh, that we'll share the link, of course. But it's it's really interesting. We'll talk about it a little bit. Um, a video by Martin Fowler. So uh, we'll get into that in a moment. But before we get into that, uh, our sponsor, uh, PHP Architect. Uh, if you haven't heard of them, PHP Architect has been published continuously since 2002. The magazine is the only technical journal dedicated exclusively to the world of PHP. Um, they've been around for quite a while. And uh, check out, you know, you, they do a lot more, of course, than just the magazine. But the magazine is pretty pretty good. Um uh, yeah, and uh, they, you got their website, uh, phparc.com. You can check out their trainings, their magazine, and all the other good stuff they have going on. All right, cool. So uh, let's start off with news and other happenings. Uh, first news, latest PHP Arc is out. Uh, November, uh, it's not an episode. November, uh, what is it? It's just a release, right? <laughs> right? Just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Jeez. We'll cut this and, part out. Yeah, so a lot of good <laughs> articles. We'll start covering them. And uh, I read the one about security, uh, some good points there on, yeah. and what to think about as you're building things. Did yeah. you get a chance yet to read any? I haven't. They, uh, okay. they, uh, the mail is a little – I like to read it, uh, the hard copy, and the mail is a little behind the, uh, the yeah. uh, digital version, obviously. So, but the, Actually, but I read the – when you get it, read the PHP 7 one. I actually emailed the writer. Um, oh, really? I don't know if I got an email back from him yet. But like I was just asking, like, hey, these are great examples, but honestly, I've never needed to use these in real life. Can you give me some real life examples? Because I feel like I'm missing out. Yeah. Uh, so I'd love to, you know, follow up on that too. Maybe yeah. Even we can get him on for an interview. Yeah, that would be really cool. Uh, for those of you who don't know, this the latest edition is called New Horizons, uh, and there's um, a lot of stuff about PHP seven. Issue. It's the latest issue. Yeah, yeah, latest <laughs> issue. We're too busy deploying code. Everything's just a version. Or, yeah, so we're the latest deployment of the magazine is uh, New Horizons. Um, cool. So anyway, yeah, check that out. Uh, there's also a conference, right? Uh, there's a, yes. a, I think it's happening next week, right? Uh, the the World, PHP oh my World. Gosh. Really? Yeah. 
Wow. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Let's see. Right. What's the you're date right. on that? 16th. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's right there next week. Um, yeah. So just worth mentioning. We'll, we'll put the note in there. But if you're not already planning to go, you're probably not going to go. Uh, but who knows? Check it out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, what else? All right. The next article is Angular Cardboard. Um, I thought this was interesting. This is uh, Ionic, um, which is, uh, is basically a, a framework around Angular. And I, th- I forget the name of it, but one of those... Uh, frameworks that helps convert the uh, JavaScript uh, to uh, uh, iPhone or, um, or um, Android app. Mm-hmm. But with these uh, put together, you can make Android or uh, Angular cardboard, which is really something I've been thinking about or you know messing with. I'm trying to. I bought a cardboard. I'm building my own. Blah blah blah. It's just really fascinating stuff. Uh, and when you watch um, YouTube videos in 360, or when you use the applications that co- that you could download. Uh, so it would be interesting to see that you can make it in Angular, which, of course, would be uh, easier for me because of that. You know, I know JavaScript. Uh, I'd be interested to see, though, how good it is. I haven't had mm-hmm. time to build anything with it, but I didn't even know you could until I found this article. Yeah, it's really um, cool. So just in terms of the cardboard, though, is that that's something that's pretty easy to order? I, I have not. I mean, I know what it is, but totally I haven't. It's totally worth it. Go to okay. Google's. Uh, I'll make a link. I, I just can't say enough about this. I'll put a link in the thing. You'll order one from one of the links on Google's site, mm-hmm. and you'll get one for like 20, 30 bucks, and you'll, you'll be blown away. I mean, That's cool. You put this cardboard thing on your head with a phone, and you're standing in water with a bunch of elephants, or <laughs> going wow. through the solar system and, and seeing everything move because they have an app for that That's versus wild. a 360 video. Yeah. The Democratic debate recently, you could actually have watched that through this, and you could have looked around the room while everybody's talking. That's wild. Uh, yeah, because they had a 360 camera in the back of the room. And it was really interesting. Like, well, that's boring. But no, you could actually look at the reactions of people's faces before the the, the, the network's camera decided to pan over. Watch right? some guy pick his nose. Well, yeah, but you know, you could really get a sense of what are people yeah. really, you know, the, the bigger picture. Yeah, All these things. Cool. That, yeah, it's just fascinating technology. That's great. I gotta, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to order one. That's it's really cool. totally worth uh, it. It works with iPhone too? Like it's not just Android? Yeah, yeah, totally. It's a mm. 360 is a uh, YouTube um, channel, whatever they call it. And like Discovery has stuff. Yeah. Uh, Mythbusters has stuff. That's really cool. Yeah. So, do you, I mean, what? I wonder what people are going to do with Angular. I guess you could do games and stuff, right? Is that uh, the idea? Yeah, head movements and so right. forth. You're right. Like, what would you do? Uh, head movements, uh, experience uh, in, in environments. Yeah. Uh, it's a good point, though. Uh, you, you could do a lot of different things. That's really cool. Yeah, I got yeah. a couple ideas, actually. I'll have to run by you after the show because uh, if they're <laughs> – They're all bad. Yeah, like well, they might do. be bad, but we'll <laughs> no, see. No, just like you guys do to me. <laughs> no, I know, like, I know. That will never work. They, they are bad. Once we, once we determine that they're bad, we'll come on next week and we can tell you what they were. Uh, <laughs> but until then, I don't want to. I don't want to mention it on air. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's it's uh, this is really cool. So there's a hackathon where you can, um, if you do have an idea and you want to put it out there, yeah. um, you can have a chance to win. I guess a ticket to the Ang- Angular cons- uh, conference next year. Yeah, uh, so and I put cool. it. I put it there mostly because it. it I, I I won't enter that, but I just love the fact that the technology is there. Yeah, no, it's really cool. It's so accessible too. Yeah, um, great. And on that note, yeah, on that note, uh, so I wanted to talk just for a second. I, uh, considering speed and slow slowness in Angular JS, and th- this, so this is a couple years old. This article, but I found it oh, wow. super helpful. Yeah. Um, and it yeah. was hard to find it. It actually, like, I, I went through a bunch of other stuff before I found this, but basically, um, 
this developer, this, this JavaScript developer had basically was doing what I was doing, which was dealing with an abnormally large data set uh, and just running into when you you know running into a lot of uh, performance issues and bottlenecks uh, and it's there's so many different areas in Angular and some of them are really I guess unrefined and kind of not as clear like how to handle uh, as some of the more um, prominent features of angular um and if you read around a little bit it's interesting because they actually you know the people who are working on angular they had they admit to this and it's kind of uh it's evolved over 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 time uh into their thinking i think um it'll actually be see it'll be interesting to see how they address some of these issues with the the next version of angular obviously um but anyway this was just really good just in terms of like thinking about watchers and how to how to how to troubleshoot uh, watchers when you're dealing with large data sets and how you can minimize the number of watchers. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know if you knew this out, but uh, you probably did, but the, the, basically every time you buy, every time you use angular, like the little curly brackets to print out a value, you're, you're essentially creating a watcher. Yeah. Uh, and so if you do that in like a, a for each type loop, so an ng repeat, um, it create, you know, like, so let's say, you know, let's say your ng repeat includes t- 10 things that you're yeah. you're putting out there and then you have a list of a thousand things you know well you just you just created a whole lot of watchers <laughs> yeah. right uh so you have to figure out ways to deal with that and there actually aren't real they're not really great ways it's kind of a hard problem to deal with i mean the the, the best way is if you can obviously paginate the data but sometimes yeah. that, that's hard to do um, so anyway, I won't go into any more detail than that. It's kind of a lengthy article, but really good if you're working on Angular and you're concerned about performance. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, it's the pros and cons to data binding, um, right? And uh, you know, the right tool for the right job depends right. on what you need. And they don't have to be two different tools in the sense of like you could have Angular use some of the page and React use the other part. Yep. I should also um, mention there if you're if you're at Angular one three or higher. Yeah. Um, which the project I working on was not, and it was difficult to upgrade. But um, did you upgrade? No, nah, I, I started, but it was like there's a lot of this is a big project. There's a lot of dependencies, and it was wow. it was going to be more. I mean, I think we will upgrade. It's not like a monumental task, but it was more than what we wanted to bite off at this point in time. Um, which I was surprised for a minor upgrade, but uh, things just have progressed pretty quickly with Angular. So anyway. Um, but if you do have it, you, there is a there is a way for you to do what they call one time binding, which is yeah. which is where when the page loads, it will um, it, it will essentially get the value and then forget about it. Uh, so yeah. if you know that the data doesn't need to be dynamic, you can do that. And there actually is a third party library for those of you who are using anything prior to one point three. The problem in my case is almost all of the data that we were using needed to be dynamic. So it, it, that obviously yeah. doesn't help if uh, if you need your data to be dynamic. Yeah, they um, suggested, too, the um, scrolling where you could uh, load as you scroll. That was kind of neat. Yep, you know? that is also helpful yeah. for sure. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. It's uh, it's one of the challenges. And, and like I was saying before, it made me think, why aren't we using React for something like this mm. that isn't about data binding but more about... Um, you know, maybe showing the data faster and, and giving us that that instant feedback we want, right? Or a connection to the back end. But I'd have to research that more. Um, but it was a good point where it maybe Angular wasn't the right tool for the job, honestly. Yeah, I think it's worked out well. The solution that's in place, I, we ended up going with pagination, um, yeah. uh, and I think it's going to work. It was just tricky because there's such a so we're getting you know to, to, we're getting data from a service and the service is not 
is really hard to paginate itself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, in the long run, we'll have updates to the service yeah. um, that'll allow for pagination and, and then also updating, uh, like, uh, you know, without uh, basically incremental updating where you can update one type of thing at a time. But right now it's kind of just a JSON storage blob. So anyway. Um, yeah. All yeah. right, on that note, who's killing someone outside with a chainsaw? Oh, uh, it appears that my neighbors are uh, <laughs> are t- have decided it's time to uh, uh, do leaves. Okay, so back to the next article. Secret to Facebook's hacker engineer culture. Uh, basically, the secret is a foosball table. And <laughs> No, this is actually, I think, uh, if you look, uh, this is actually a marketing. Um, it this, is. This is a service that provides the service that they're talking about but it's still a good article and i'll I'll, there's another post i'm going to reference later yeah but basically um it's it's an interesting way of how facebook does their releases and it can help with the uh release cycles we have now which seem fast but are actually kind of in my opinion slow and sometimes get kind of bogged down with um qa and other things because there's so many features that need to be hitting production even in a two-week cycle right so with this process, you can release sooner, but safer, and just as safe. You can have features turning on and off based on who's looking at it or, you know, so forth. It, it's really a nice pattern to try and uh, implement. Yeah, it's interesting. And like the, so, the, so basically the short story, and definitely check out the article, but they've got, so Facebook has an in, in-house system called Gatekeeper yeah. um, that, that allows them to like uh, release features with a flag and they can they essentially decouple yep. the feature from the deployment so you you actually deploy the code that the, yep. the code gets deployed to production uh, regularly and all the time uh and then it only gets enabled in certain use cases and then they can set rules like you know only only you know first it only gets deployed to their employees like or yeah. visible to their employees yeah. um and even then they don't even tell the employees it's just kind of like let's see what happens um well and think and, about uh how easy that is like i, I told you before looking at opworks for aws they could you could easily spin up a shadow production, take the load balancer and say from any IP from inside our office, shoot it over to the load balancer. Right. So you have a shadow production uh, running to test these UI stuff. Yeah, it's cool. And then you can do other stuff like, um, like uh, you know, roll roll when it is yeah. time to roll it out to everyone else. You know, one percent of users at a time, or yeah, uh, yeah. just just a, a particular country, right? You do yeah. do it by country, so it's kind of cool. I think that like I'm I, as I was reading this article, I had a hard time envisioning like how it would work. Um, like we've tried to do feature based uh, yep. switches in the past, and actually it worked. The, the you know, there's no. Uh, I shouldn't say we tried like we stopped doing it. Sometimes we do, like uh, where there's like a, literally a switch in the admin UI where or in the code where you, you know it's just a simple variable, a true or false that, and then certain features turn on, and that is actually can yeah. be very helpful. Um, Even in the .env files. So oh yeah, yeah. Any code. Yeah. Um, yeah so uh, that 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 is good. What I you know like the part that. <laughs> So the part that's a little tricky for me is like as I'm reading through it, and you'll see as you go through it, like um, I have a feeling that it works so well for them because they, first of all they have a microservice arch- architecture, obviously, yeah, which is great. Uh, but they're probably the primary um, services that they rely on are fairly stable. Um, like because here's an example, like I you know like I could see like l- let's just make it really simple. Like let's say that you have like a a database repository, right? Like you're using the repos- repository model, so you've got a user model. And your user has whatever twenty fields or whatever it is, um, and you just need to like uh, you're you're adding some kind of 
update method. Let's just say you want to get paginated results instead of uh, regular results or, you know, just all the results or whatever it is. You're doing something different and special. Um, Turning that on and off with a feature, like something, some core functionality like that with a feature flag, uh, like when, when that's what you've updated is tricky because, uh, you know, something else could be after time, something else could be relying on that. It also bloats the class a little bit. If you have this code in there, that's like for every, for every, model or you know for every method on the class you've got like some feature flag that you know some code that's like enabling or disenabling based on feature flag it seems strange to me i mean where it really makes sense and i I mean you know obviously facebook is using it so it must really make sense but uh just in terms of getting it into our workflow um you know it's 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 tricky i mean i could see where like you know, cause we work on microservices all the time and I could see where like, if we were introducing a feature that was really self-contained. Um, so in, in a sense, it like relied on our existing microservice infrastructure, but it added some new functionality to a page or to the site that was largely self-contained that, you know, you turned it on or turned it off and it worked or didn't work. And, but it didn't like, it wasn't like the, the, the outcome of that didn't have repercussions across, uh, like, lots of different classes or, or, or multiple microservices. Uh, so that's where I think it could get a little tricky is when you have that kind of, you know, when you're making changes that um, touch a lot of different areas of the application. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. I think a lot of this traces back to Git commits and so forth too. So you might be able to clean out the code if the feature didn't work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's, it's an interesting pattern and something, you know, we, I think we'll be talking about more in our own team. Yeah, so. sounds good. Um, so the next thing I'm just going to mention briefly is cause it's a link here, but we're going to be talking about it in a minute is a website called darkpatterns.org, And it's a cool website. We'll talk, uh, th- th- this is in our, in our longer, uh, kind of, uh, what do we call that section? My mind is, is blank right now. Uh, but in our uh, Q and A right. main topic yeah. discussion, I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> in our main topic today, um, we will be touching on this a little bit, but it's basically a website that points out some kind of like ethical uh, and problematic areas that pertain to development, both with UI and code and that type of stuff, and things you need to look out for as a developer. So that's as much as I'll say about it for now. <laughs> they even have a uh, a pattern named after Zuckerberg. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, well. Um, All right. So the next one I put in there is enabling trunk-based deployment with deployment pipelines. And it's a ThoughtWorks article. I think every week we have one or two of theirs, or every podcast. And it's it's a concept that I I still need to understand better, but it's definitely uh, helping me think beyond the stage dev prod setup we have now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think... You know, one of my main frustrations is that we still end up, even with two-week cycles, feeling like there's too much going to prod. Yeah. And, and this reduces the risk, speeds up the, the process, and, and still holds QA and testing at a, at a uh, high level. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'd love to look more into I mean, I'm going to read the article. I haven't finished yet. But yeah. the um, like one thing that we're getting into now as our team has been growing. And so one of our projects is really entering a more stable phase as opposed yeah. to like the startup mentality phase where we're, we're, um, uh, we're basically looking for well, more stability and kind of more testing and more process to keep, keep everything in line. But still, I mean, still agile, still 
uh, move quickly, learn, you know, learn, learn often, that type of thing, iterate. But, um, but what's happening is there's, it's become, there's becoming a real need to like, okay, so as a team, we'll be working on, you know, 10, 12, 14 things a sprint, depending on the complexity of it. Right. And, um, you know, sometimes only six or eight will actually pass and the other will, others will get rejected. Uh, and we really need a way, uh, to keep that code isolated in a workflow that allows the, uh, that allows for yeah. just deploying whatever passes. I know. Uh, or like QA didn't have time to look at five of the 10 features and right. why hold back all the other ones. Right. You know? And it's actually kind of hard. Like it's not impossible, but it's just like, at least the, with what I'm familiar, familiar with, it's, it's, that's process is kind of hard. Um, so I'm, I'm, I've been trying to find something. Hopefully this'll, this'll keep pointing me in the right direction, but yeah, I'm definitely, I might even send back some questions to them that I had at the end of the article. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so the the final thing I wanted to just mention before we move on to the next uh, section is uh, there's a video I stumbled across called uh, Introduction to No SQL. It's by Martin Fowler. And it's just really cool. I think it's a little less than an hour. And, um, you know, I, I really, you know, I've used uh, no, no SQL uh, approaches. Uh, we use it pretty regularly in all of our apps um, for for various storage with microservices or storing JSON arrays and things like that. Um, but I really didn't understand kind of some of the philosophy behind it and what it, you know, like where, how it originated and what the different, there, there's actually different types of NoSQL databases. Um, so it was actually, I, w- I was up late one night and couldn't get to bed and just was kind of like, huh, I, w- I want to know more about this. And I found one by Martin Fowler. So not only are you getting a pretty good introduction, but it's, uh, you know, for those of you who haven't uh, watched or listened to Martin Fowler, he's very thorough and um, v- very good at explaining these types of things. So I enjoyed that a lot. We may talk about it more in the future, um, but we'll put that in as a link. Another ThoughtWorks article. <laughs> yeah. He works for ThoughtWorks. Right, right. Um, no, I'm really, we're going to talk about that one shortly in another episode because I want to get into that uh, concept more. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, so, latest right. readings. Yeah, latest readings. What do you, you, you finish your get the, getting things done? You know, book? I bailed out a little bit. <laughs> I, it's not, it's not, I, it's not bad or anything. I'll come back to it. But, um, what happened? Uh, nothing. I just, I just was not. I know some books just capture me and, and some That's don't, and, yeah. and, you know, but yeah. I, I think it's valuable and I'm, I might come back to it. I think my mood just changed a little bit. Um, yeah. so yeah, I'm, I'm getting into something else. I'll, I'll bring it up next time. Um, okay. I got, I had a recommendation. It's not a, it's not a, um, it's not a developer book, but it's kind of, it actually interesting. There's a lot of, there, it's, I think it's called anti-fragile. I forget the, the <laughs> author's name. I, I haven't started reading it yet, but, um, yeah, like, just bought the book yesterday, but I'm, I'm excited about it. There seems to be some parallels to kind of like the way that we think about um, agile and kind of uh, the uh, fail fast, learn fast kind of uh, strategy. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. I'm I, I I may bring it up in the future. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Yeah, I'm still yeah. doing the course uh, web security, uh, SQL injections, learning uh, some stuff on that with a the tool they have and how to find them and things like that. So going through that, hopefully get into it more once these deadlines are over and I can chill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's still fun. Uh, uh, interesting topic, trying to hack, hack sites and, and help you think better about your, right. your work. Yeah. Right. Cool. All right. Cool. All right. Should we jump into our, um, onto our main topic? Yes. It's the video by Martin Fowler. Uh, and it is called not just code monkeys. Mm-hmm. 
so you want to introduce the topic? Yeah. So this was a really, uh, really cool video. The, um, it's, it's actually kind of short. So if you've got, uh, oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's only like, like yeah, yeah. Less than 30 minutes. So, um, it's totally approachable. It, it, it kind of wanders a bit in a number of, not in a bad way. Um, he actually starts off with this, this talk doesn't even really have a title. Um, and he's just kind of, it's just kind of reflecting on some of his experiences and some of his thoughts. Um, and some, you know, some of the things that he's been noticing over the last couple of years, um, especially as, uh, you know, as our field is growing and evolving and as, uh, agile has kind of set in, and he touches on just a number of things. I think, you know, we can we can just kind of jump right in. Um, you know, one of the stuff, one of the things that I thought was particularly interesting was just how, while Agile has been really useful in a number of ways, both for developers and for the business, uh, one thing that we as developers need to be careful of is, uh, I think that sometimes it can it, it can um, it can lend towards like, you know, this idea that we're just involved in the development part of it. And, um, that, you know, like meaning, meaning like that, you know, we basically, the way it works is, you know, in a, in a a kind of healthy workflow is typically, um, product owners are creating user stories, uh, and that are based on business requirements and they're ordering those in a way that makes sense to the business in terms of priority. And then when it's time for a given sprint, the developers will review those, make sure they make sense, no questions, and then just kind of get to work. Right. And so, um, one of the things that can get lost in that is this, is the concept that like, the developers actually should and often do have uh, domain knowledge and a lot of experience that um, can can really help to give feedback and to uh, you know and, and to provide even new ideas or or, or new business ideas or or um, things like that to the business side and so a lot of times I think the concern is that that gets um, that gets left out and so as developers we need to make sure that we still have that communication back up in the chain. Now, ultimately it's the, um, you know, it's the product owner and the business's decision in terms of what to, how to prioritize things. But as developers with the experience we have and with, you know, oftentimes we're in very good positions to, to come up with new ideas, new business ideas or whatever, because, you know, we're on the forefront of the technology and we've got a lot of stuff bouncing around in our heads. Um, so anyway, it's, it was just a nice reminder. And I think one of the things he wanted to bring up was, you know, as a developer, part of your responsibility is to be in that role. No, I mean, I, I, overall, that was a good topic. Um, you know, and it, and it brings value because you can sit through those meetings and, and, like you said, say, hey, what about this or what about that? And more importantly, say, you know, that idea could, you know, what do you really want? Because sometimes by not knowing, Sometimes I think people get confused and they start thinking about the technology before their business needs. Mm-hmm. And you can help them to maybe find that better solution. Like, you know, why are you exporting to a spreadsheet? What are you really doing with this? And it's like, oh, we're just emailing it to so-and-so. It's like, well, you know, why not just click here and it emails them, you know? Right. So you can be there to help them uh, think through their needs and also, like you said, point out other things that uh, they might know isn't even possible. Right. So, yeah. And, um, I, and I don't know about you, but for me, it's a, a lot of fun, actually. Like, it's, it can be a nice right, break right. to, like, from, from going uh, and, you know, it's like a different part of the brain or something, yeah. uh, which is just kind of nice to break things up a little bit every now and again. Well, we have to know the, um, the business, so it's, right. it's definitely key to get a sense of this stuff. Um, 
you know, coming from a waterfall to agile background, even though you have more meetings, I think your work is more productive at the agile end. Um, right. Uh, in, 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 uh, instead of just being handed this huge document and saying, make this happen. Right. Yeah. Um, so, um, so there's a lot more here. I have a number of things we can go through, but did anything stand out for you in uh, particular? I liked his comments about security. Like, you know, just because you're being asked to do something, you might have to give some feedback or just make it happen where, you know, hey, we shouldn't be storing those credit card numbers or, you know, this data is sensitive. Do we even need it at all? Right. Um, or, you know, encrypt it and, and things like that. And not, not only giving your feedback, but maybe sometimes standing strong. Yeah. Well, uh, one as of the, you can. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the things I thought, so, so almost all of his um, remarks in this were kind of about ethics and like yeah. w- how you as a developer really should be questioning and thinking about these things because what, you know, your actions play a big role in all this. So, you know, and, which is interesting. So you talk about security and, you know, one of the things he even said is like, um, like whether actually it's not even just about, I mean, security is obviously a big piece, but like with data, right? Like it's not a matter of, you know, and he said this, these are an exact quote, but, but it's, it's paraphrasing. Um, it's not a matter of like, if the site's going to get hacked right. or if someone can get it, yeah. it's a matter of when, uh, it yeah. really is, uh, you know, because even if you're, you know, even if you, th- even, even if you're, they're not outside threats, we've already seen that between like the NSA or just internal, uh, you know, it's re- like, think about a company as big as Google or as big as Facebook. It's, you know, as, as much as they try and have good intentions to put, uh, policies and processes in place to prevent yeah. people from accessing your data. Uh, the truth of the matter is, is that it's, 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 you know, it's it, ask any security expert. You cannot make something a hundred percent secure. You can, you can mitigate, you can mitigate risks and you can take actions to, uh, to significantly reduce the chances of those types of things happening. And then when they do, yeah. you can do things to minimize the impact. But, uh, it's not possible to have like Fort Knox. If you want Fort Knox type security, write it on a piece of paper and put it in your safe. Um, otherwise, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard. And so when, when we, when we think about security, it's not just about that type of stuff, encrypting data. Yeah. Uh, and, and, but it's also kind of, um, do we really need to store it anyway? And it's not just yeah. little, it's not just like the, it's not just credit cards. I think it's, it's also, it's just any data. Like, um, I've worked on projects where, you know, it's kind of like, you work on, you know, in a team and it's just kind of like, well, do we need all this data? I don't know. We might need it later. So let's just store yeah. it all, you know? Um, yeah. or, or the user has been deleted. Let's delete right, the user. Right. Right. Um, and that's a common problem. Like companies will say, we're deleting you and they're not. And right. when you're, you're, when they get hacked, you get, you get hacked. Right. Um, so yeah, it was really interesting. And that course played into some of his other, um, some of his other stuff about the dark patterns, um, yeah. and just uh, kind of like the, okay. Ethic. But here's where I totally disagree. Okay. It's, I mean, and I told you, this comes down to, um, it, it's like one of those areas I tend not to talk to talk about. You know, I don't like talking about politics, religion, and, and ethics in, in ma- many ways because it's very relative to your position, right? Your, your color, your uh, monetary position, and so forth. Like, some of the decisions he would be asking you to make are relative to your, you know, situation. Like, um... If, well, politics if, and religion, I agree, but I don't know yeah. about ethics. I mean, ethics. There, uh, I'm sure there's ethics, some... but ethics are relative to to the the the. So, I, my point about ethics is is even uh, <clears throat> let's take it a real example. Okay, yeah. he he links us to, or you linked us to, and then we we saw the the website um, dark patterns. Okay, mm-hmm. 
Now, <clears throat> you have a disguised ads, okay? Now, let's just take that example. I have a boss, I don't really. And he's like, hey, uh, we need you to do this dark pattern. But of course, he doesn't say that because he has no freaking clue. But you know what he's up to, or she, and we'll be definitely balanced here. And you're like, dang, I have to do this? It's definitely not kosher. It's going to, you know, kind of a dark pattern. Right. Do you say no? No. Because you have bills to pay and so forth. At what point can you say no? You know, well, I, I don't know. I think the point he would, I, I don't, I, mean, I can't respond. I can't respond to this, but I think the point I would make and, and yeah. I, and, is that, um, if you're, it's not, it's not, this isn't a simple issue and yeah. you can't, you know, like, yeah, if you got to feed your family and there's no, yeah. you know, you're not a freelancer and this is your job and you can't, you're, but even you're, if you are a freelancer, nah, but so if I'm a freelancer and I, yeah. you know, like, so, so not all my eggs are in the same basket. Right. So like if, if, yeah. if, if, if something didn't right. sit Good right, point. if Good something point. didn't sit right in my soul to the point where yeah. like, <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't going to sleep. We won't even night. talk about that concept. Okay. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, if what, something didn't saying, sit like, well. You but know. you have to balance that against, like, is this client 80% of my budget? Right. Can I lose 80% of budget till I sign the next contract, which could take three weeks or three months? Right. Well, there's, in, also, in, there's also, like, what is the actual issue? So I, I don't know about the disguised ads piece, but, like, you know, I'll give you an example. Um, yeah. You know, like, one example is, like, where, you know, you're... Let's just use the most common example, kind of like a bait and switch, right? Where, yeah. you know, you've got a form, it's a contact form or something. And at yeah. the bottom in small print, it's like, and I agree to pay eight ninety nine a month for 12 months, right? Like, and, <laughs> okay. and, and it's pre-selected and it's like has nothing to do with yeah. uh, what's, whatever's going on, right? Um, like basically working for GoDaddy. Well, I don't know, but see, because well, there's okay. So there's also yeah, GoDaddy's pretty bad, but they're like they ride the line too. Like it would, yeah, we'd have to talk right, about the use right. the use cases because I think there's no so there's 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 a difference between like an ethical issue that you as a developer <coughs> should like consider doing something about, and then just like aggressive marketing tactics, right? Um, yeah. And I think but, that the the thing is you don't want to be dishonest, uh, and 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 so you know if someone's just not like um, if someone's if you, if you're just kind of purposely creating an environment that leads to additional sales, um, yeah. that's one thing. But if you're tricking or fooling someone, that's yeah. entirely different. You know, in my in my mind. Sure, sure. So, but my point <clears throat> isn't about the right or wrong. It's about can you really, honestly, not do it? And your example is extreme. I'm talking about, hey, uh, uh, you know, let's make that button green. And it says download, right where they're reading about this thing they want to download, but it's not really the download they wanted. It's the download for this other thing we want them to try. Happens all the time. SourceForge, right? Right. As a developer, am I going to feel like that's ethically wrong? I can't do it. I'm walking out. I guess or the- am, you know, am I going to do it and say, that's a bummer, but guess what? I'm, it's hard to be ethical in a non-ethical yeah. uh, uh environment well, it's called like, capital you know capitalism yeah. or money you know it's just like anything else in life right yeah. it's it's all a balance so like yeah um you know and everyone everyone has their individual idea of what what's right and wrong and what they can what they can and what they can do about it right they're they're they, they might have a good financial savings they might have another job down the line right. they might have a trust fund well and know? i think the point is that you yeah. the point is that you should be thinking about it not that there's necessarily right. yeah. a clear Right, right or wrong, and, you know, true. and it personally, in my you know, like, I do, I do happen to think that in a lot of cases, there probably are right and wrongs to me, but that yeah. doesn't mean that, yeah. like, you know, everyone else should think about it the way I do. Um, 
But and, actually, this this is. Oh, go ahead. What were you saying? Well, maybe and maybe like I'm trying to say is like the the, the topic isn't to me about right or wrong, because we both probably agree that's not good. That's that's tricking people. The the real thought to me is like, but can you really do anything about it? And at what point is it? What point are you really a code monkey in the sense of like, this is my job. This pays my bills. I'm right. not going to walk away because. My boss wants to do something wrong, mm-hmm. e.g., so, make that download button confuse the person. So let me put a little twist on this, right? Sure. Like, at what point do you become complicit with yeah. unethical and or illegal behavior, right? And so what, what I mean by that Dude, is, what I mean but, by but that you is... you can easily answer that with every day I make a buck. No, but, like, what I mean by complicit is that... Yeah. Is that... Um, you you're enabling it right so like and and i don't mean this in the sense of like oh like someone's gonna judge you i mean this in the sense of like you as a contractor are going to get sued right like oh good point yeah uh, yeah. no no that that's totally vile vile viable (laughs) um because you're you're at that point but that's not an ethics decision that's a holy crap i'm not going to get a lawyer fee going on decision right it's like you're weighing the the cost of 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 uh, making money now versus losing money later. or the potential to because it's sometimes it's yeah. not a clear use case right like it's not always like clear like oh you're violating I mean that's why there's well left- some that's of them why- would be like your your point about filling in a contact form and making the person sign over uh, to buy something right, right. Um, so- but I agree with that like um, uh, you know um, like you know who was that that site that got hacked recently about um, um, Oh, uh, Ashley, yeah, Ashley Madison. One of their uh, services they were providing was something you pay to get taken off the database once you remove. It. I forget the, how what it was. Right. But they realized once they got hacked, they weren't even doing it. They were charging you twenty bucks for that feature, right. and then not doing it. That's exactly the point. Like, uh, you know, yeah. like yeah. I, I, you know, like if I was involved in that development, like I would have yeah. not been able to sleep at night. I, I, yeah. You know, like doing that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's an interesting one. If I was in that situation, um, it, it would be interesting to think, like, you know it's wrong. Am I in a position to walk away from this wrong, uh, being that they're not, you know, necessarily, you know, killing babies. Uh, they're just putting people in a risky position who are already being dumb enough to sign up here. <laughs> so it's, mm, kind of a, yeah. it's kind of a relative I feel conversation. Like, you know, I feel like this kind, of con- this kind of conversation is like when people like, it's, it's, it's just like, it's, it's like a lot of other bigger problems. I know you don't want to talk about politics and whatnot, but like, it's, a lot, it's like a lot of other bigger problems in the world. It, it, people people are, say to themselves like, well, this is a much bigger problem than me. Like, I, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm just going to, you know, okay, it's the same thing as like, you're driving down the road and you see a car crash in a busy, in a busy area, oh, right? Yeah. And yeah. no one freaking calls the, 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 the police because oh, everyone assumes different. everyone assumes that everyone no, else does it no that's no, no. assumptions i'm not assuming someone else is calling the police because i would no, call but them you're, right? okay fair enough but you're you're looking at it as like you know it's I'm not saying, your place to do something about it and, and it's kind of like no well, i'm not even saying that it? i'm saying i could it is my place but you you have to you know decide and, and that's a great example in one extreme because it is a weird site like the moment people signed up for that site they were basically making a a decision that had questionable ethics to begin with but right? even then do people who make questionable decisions suddenly not deserve the right to be treated like a normal human being you know like yes it's like well, <laughs> yes. I, I don't see i don't they, agree with that it's no, like once they sign up for their site they basically put to risk 
Okay, they were they dumb made to begin certain with, risks. Every site gets hacked. They made certain risks, but should they be? Should they? Should we automatically then turn a blind eye when they, when when developers or companies are making decisions that yeah, like I mean, that trample on them? I, I don't know about. Right, it. I I, right. I would I think not. I mean, it's the same thing right, as saying right. like I don't. You know, ag- I agree with you there. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say they lose their right to have good code. But as a developer at that job, would I have said, hey, I'm done. You're not really deleting their stuff from the database, right. um, but you're charging them. I mean, that's a good um, question anyway, like, right? Like, so that kind of job, like, I, yeah. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but like there's, uh, you know, multiple times in the last five or six years, I've either worked yeah. at places or had been approached by uh, folks who are doing un, like, you know, questionable yeah. or unsavory things online not illegal yeah. but things yeah. that you know it's th- kind of like whoa like are do, do yeah. i really want to get involved in this type of thing and feel good about and will i feel good about it you know yeah um and, and to me it's it's a similar thing you know like at the end of the day do you want to feel you know like wh- how important is it to you that you feel good about what you're ultimately uh what what your life's work is ultimately yeah doing to the world like are you doing good are you doing nothing are you doing bad like are you what are you contributing to you know and when how do you feel about that and i don't know you know obviously we i don't have answers on that for everyone but like i think the point of this 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 video is kind of like to think about that stuff right yeah yeah um it's interesting he brought up this is this i'm sure this is controversial but one of the things that that uh martin brought up is the idea of licensing right um where you have there's some kind of like minimal requirements to be a programmer or to be a licensed programmer and there's kind of ethics by which by which you have to uh operate and if you don't you lose your license right oh yeah and this is interesting because on some levels i could see people i could see why people wouldn't want to do this but actually based on what you just said al where you're saying like um well, one of the reasons I wouldn't want to do it is because I lose my job, right? Well, if yeah. there's if there's standardization about it, um, it's probably going to be easier for you to have that conversation where it's like, hey, I'm not going to do something where I'm going to lose my license. <laughs> like, you're not you, if you don't want to hire a licensed developer, like go find someone else, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's yeah. it was it would be difficult to enforce. It, there's a lot that goes along with it, but licensing is one of the things he brought up, and I I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, no, I remember that now. Yeah, that was uh, th- that was interesting, and that could maybe um, you know basically unionize or organize uh, the power to say no. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that like I, I think um, you know one of the things that so so obviously he works uh, Martin Fowler works in um, a with a lot of different companies. Uh, he's in many ways been a pioneer uh, for a lot of the stuff that yeah. we're doing now. Um, just in terms of the way we think about programming. Right. And so, you know, one of the things that he said is that, that it's, you know, that he's, he's astonished. I don't know if astonished was the word he used, but, uh, astonished that, uh, of how many bright minds, uh, have used their intellectual abilities to do very sophisticated gambling, essentially in financial capitals of the world, instead of solving like very serious problems. Right. Um, and, and there's no, like, you know, I, I guess there's no quick, there's no like obvious solution to any of that, but no. I think he's doing some good by asking us to think about that. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, and have a look at it. Like what is, what are we doing or as an individual developer, what are you doing? And is it having good social impact on the world? Yeah. And is that important? I mean, you know, no <laughs> to you. Yeah, I guess <laughs> no. not. I don't know. No, I want to feel I, good I, about what I do. You know, I, I do. Yeah, of course, of I course. Do. But you also, you know, um, 
it's just very contextual questions. I mean, is the guy or girl who just picked up my trash 10 minutes ago changing the world? No, but they're doing I don't job. know. I don't know, man. Like, but think they're doing about a it job if they didn't that's important that, to, to, you know... Yeah, to, what if they didn't things. pick up your trash? I mean, it's pretty yeah, but, important like, to you and but, probably to so, everyone else. But sometimes our concepts are... are Concepts and context are even less um, important. Like, right. Well, know, that doesn't mean you have to be saving babies, like you said. What yeah, it means is, right. like, you know, the, 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 the example that Martin used was, um, you know, uh, someone who's creating printer drivers, right? Who's like, oh, yeah. man, this really yeah, isn't, this really isn't yeah. doing anything for the world. Like, I'm not, yeah. like, helping a nonprofit organization or something. But then hunger. someone's like, you know, because of like, those drivers, I can print yeah, this like, thing. Yeah. People can buy houses. People can yeah. do all yeah. kinds of stuff in ways that they couldn't before. So... Yeah, but then now he's being asked to make uh, the printer use a little bit more ink so the company can sell a little bit more <laughs> ink cartridges. What does he do? Right. You know, he's like, uh, you know, pay my mortgage, lose this job, or save pink ink. You know, like, wh- what do you do? And it's, I think it's, it's, it's a, it's a, um, it's a, it's hard, sh- it's hard shoes to put yourself in to make decisions because there's it so is. many different shoes. But honestly, you know? right now, like I, and I can see that, like you can't, you can't make blanket, blanket statements like people should never do X, Y, and Z. Um, cause it's just that you just can't. Um, but what I think, what I would say to that is we as developers are yeah. in a pretty good place right now doing what we yeah. do. Like yeah. there's, there's a very high demand for people just like us. Yeah. Uh, there's not enough people to fill those roles. Yeah. Um, you know, in many cases, developers are writing their own ticket right now. Um, yeah. So the prospects of you finding another job are pretty high, and the prospects of you just having some weight to toss around, and you know, and it's actually not even you know. Sometimes it's like people don't, people just need to be told that some of these things are questionable or unethical. It's not right. It, you're no, not always going to lose your really, job. But it's, that's a but that's a good point there. What you're saying, like. You might see this as a dark pattern, but really it's just a chance for you to point out to the person, this might confuse someone. Right, exactly. And, and I agree with that 100%. You should be able to talk up, uh, I don't want to say talk up, you should be able to share your thoughts to the boss or manager. Um, so it, it would make sense there to be willing to say something at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, right. I, I can tell what, you. What? Well, just one, like one more example. Like I, I you know, like... I've worked for companies where like, um, you know, and, and actually like, so we, so we do this, some, some of the, I won't mention any names, but like there's a large group of developers, really smart people, um, at one of our current jobs who get together. And, uh, so we, you know, we, we, we create, um, really, uh, powerful, uh, great tools, uh, for, uh, various sectors in, 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 an, in a particular industry. And, um, one of the things we do, which I just love, and, and, and this industry does a lot of good things anyway, but one of the things I love is, um, uh, there is a kind of ad hoc, this isn't a requirement as part of the job, but, uh, there's a, there's a decent sized group of folks who get together at the conferences and, and when we can outside of the conferences to think about and brainstorm, uh, in a very method, method, methodical way, like how can we take these tools and these processes that we are building and learning, and how can we help? How can we help do good things in the world with that knowledge? Uh, and and that's awesome too. Uh, m- more people could do stuff like that, uh, and I and I think that's awesome. You know, that I think is is a good side effect. Um, but you know, and that's a good choice uh, that people can do on the side. Um, to, to help uh, affect the world with our skills. 
Um, but it definitely is outside the concept of like actually stopping a company from doing making a choice, right? Right. Uh, so, but I, I, I like that other point you bring up too, though, like, uh, of having that side avenue to say, you know, how to use these skills for that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, a lot to think about. We'd love to hear, uh, <laughs> we'd love to hear anybody who has got feedback on this. Uh, obviously I think we talked about this last week, me and you, yeah. we went off on this tangent. Oh yeah. So. Just plan. We were supposed to have a five minute, uh, you yeah. know, meeting to just talk yeah. about this and we ended up going on for 30 or 40 Cause minutes. Cause I knew this it. video would push the ethics. Thing, <laughs> I like talking about ethics and I actually, I don't mind politics or religion either, but I do. You, you're right. You, those ones are pretty dangerous, but the ethics yeah. one to me, uh, you know, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of lear- uh, room for learning and growth and things like that. So, uh, yeah. It, yeah. I like those kind of conversations. Yeah. So, uh, cool. All right. Well, anything else? No, I think you were just saying, if you have any questions or comments, go to the website, developershangout.io or developer shangout and just <laughs> give us some feedback. Um, iTunes as well. Uh, you can always rate us there and give us a little blurb because the blurb helps a lot to, to help our ratings there. Uh, and then don't forget PHP Architect and the latest magazine uh, issue uh, so that you can go read up what's going on and, and kind of get a sense of the community. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. Thanks, all. all right. Talk to you next time. Thank you.